Hi, and welcome to Seeking the Gospel Truth. I'm Giselle Aguiar, and 2022 starts the third year of this podcast and corresponding blog. I go through the Bible chapter by chapter, guiding you, even if you've never read the Bible before. Right now, I'm going through the Old Testament prophets, revealing how Bible prophecies that were written 700 years before Christ predict not just what was going to happen back then, but what happened when Jesus came. They even predict the end times and last days that are coming true right now. I pray that as you hear God's word, it will inspire you to study the Bible daily for yourself. Seek the truth. I pray that God opens your heart, eyes, and mind to understand what the Holy Spirit is trying to tell you. And as you become rooted in the word, you'll also be rooted in hope, joy, and peace. Hey, new year, new life. Let's dig in. Daniel 3, there was another man in the fire. Was it Jesus? 20 years or so have gone by, and in that time, King Nebuchadnezzar, inspired by the statue in his vision in yesterday's chapter, built a huge gold statue of himself. Consequently, he orders everyone to bow down and worship this statue when music starts playing. Everyone obeys and bows down except three young men. Their punishment for disobedience is the fiery furnace. However, the three aren't alone. Let's dig in. So in Daniel chapter 3, Nebuchadnezzar's gold statue. And if you want to click on over to my blog, the link is in the show notes. You got some pictures I found, really cool pictures about it. What this thing might have looked like. All right. King Nebuchadnezzar made a gold statue 90 feet tall and 9 feet wide and set it up on the plain of Dura in the province of Babylon. Then he sent messages to the high officers, officials, governors, advisors, treasurers, judges, magistrates, and all the provincial officers to come to the dedication of the statue he had set up. So all these officials came and stood before the statue Nebuchadnezzar had set up. Then a herald shouted out, people of all races, nations, and languages, listen to the king's command. When you hear the sound of the horn, flute, zither, lyre, harps, pipes, and other musical instruments, bow to the ground to worship King Nebuchadnezzar's gold statue. Anyone who refuses to obey will, be immediate, will immediately be thrown into a blazing furnace. So at the sound of the musical instruments, all the people, whatever their race or nation or language, bowed to the ground and worshiped the gold statue that King Nebuchadnezzar had set up. But some of the astrologers went to the king and informed on the Jews. They said to King Nebuchadnezzar, long live the king. You issued a decree requiring all the people to bow down and worship the gold statue when they hear the sound of the horn, flute, zither, lyre, harp, pipes, and other musical instruments. That decree also states that those who refuse to obey must be thrown into a blazing furnace. But there are some Jews, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, whom you have put in charge of the province of Babylon. They pay no attention to you, your majesty. They refuse to serve your gods and do not worship the gold statue you have set up. Then Nebuchadnezzar flew into a rage and ordered that Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego be brought before him. When they were brought in, Nebuchadnezzar said to them, 
is it true, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, that you refuse to serve my gods or to worship the gold statue I have set up? I will give you one more chance to bow down and worship the statue I have made when you hear the sound of the musical instruments. <clears throat> but if you refuse, you will be thrown immediately into the blazing furnace. And then what God will be able to rescue you from my power? Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego replied, Oh, Nebuchadnezzar, we do not need to defend ourselves before you. If we are thrown into the blazing furnace, the God whom we serve is able to save us. He will rescue us from your power, your majesty. But even if he doesn't, we want to make it clear to you, your majesty, that we will never serve your gods or worship the gold statue you have set up. The Blazing Furnace, verse 19. Nebuchadnezzar was so furious with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego that his face became distorted with rage. He commanded that the furnace be heated seven times hotter than usual. Then he ordered some of the strongest men of his armies to bind Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego and throw them into the Blazing Furnace. So they tied them up and threw them into the furnace fully dressed in their pants, turbans, robes, and other garments. And because the king, in his anger, had demanded such a hot fire in the furnace, the flames killed the soldiers as they threw the three men in. So Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, securely tied, fell into the roaring flames. But suddenly, Nebuchadnezzar jumped up in amazement and exclaimed to his advisors, didn't we tie up three men and throw them into the furnace? Yes, your majesty, we certainly did, they replied. Look, Nebuchadnezzar shouted, I see four men bound, walking around in the fire unharmed. And the fourth looks like a god. Quick pause here. Some versions say the son of a god or the son of the gods. Others say the son of God. Was it Jesus? <laughs> Verse 26. Then Nebuchadnezzar came as close as he could to the door of the flaming furnace and shouted, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, servants of the Most High God, come out, come here. So Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego stepped out of the fire. Then the high officers, officials, governors, and advisors crowded around them and saw that, that, that the fire had not touched them. Not a hair on their heads was singed, and their clothing was not they didn't even smell of smoke and they probably weren't even sweating either. Then Nebuchadnezzar said, praise to the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. He sent his angel to rescue his servants who trusted in him. They defied the king's command and were willing to die rather than serve or worship any god except their own god. Therefore, I make this decree. If any people, whatever their race or nation or language, speak a word against the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they will be torn limb from limb, and their houses will be turned into heaps of rubble. There is no other God who can rescue like this. Then the king promoted Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego to even higher positions in the province of Babylon. That is Daniel 4. So here's some PowerPoints. In Nebuchadnezzar's dream, that was yesterday's chapter, Daniel 2, 
Just the head of gold represented his reign. Rather than admitting that his kingdom had an end, he built this, built this statue that says, me forever. We also see here the power of music. It was like a musical called a prayer. The music we listen to defines us. Once I was born again, I had no interest in listening to secular music. All of a sudden, the lyrics that I knew by heart were offensive to me. When the music played, everyone bowed down in front of a statue made by human hands, exactly what God detests, idolatry. That means even the exiled Jews bowed down. They succumbed to fear. It's easier to go along with the crowd than to stand up for the truth. We defile ourselves when we listen to or watch what is clearly from Satan. The punishment for not bowing down may seem a little harsh, but it's not like Nebuchadnezzar hadn't fried people before. Well, check out Jeremiah chapter 29, uh, verse 22. And we covered chapter Jeremiah, uh, Jeremiah uh, chapter 29. You can click on over to my blog and check it out. All Jews bowed down, all but three. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego took a stand, just like back in Daniel 1, when they didn't defile themselves with the king's Gentile, the king's Gentile foods, they stood up in faith. They refused to disobey God's commandments. Many chose the safe route, even though it was wrong. What God says is way more important than what we may think or what others may say about what we do or don't do. The three had amazing faith. They didn't ask God for deliverance. They just knew that God would deliver them. Even if God didn't, they would rather die than disobey God. And Jesus shows up to be with them in the furnace. Persecution. What happened here was outright persecution. The Babylonian officials purposefully singled out the Jews. Religious persecution still exists today. There's anti-Semitism against the Jews and Christian persecution continues all over the world. And I, um, um, I have links to dig into those and into that um, in my blog. Now, Jesus warned us in Matthew chapter 5, starting in verse 10, God blesses those who are persecuted for doing right, for the kingdom of heaven is theirs. God blesses you when people mock you and persecute you, persecute you and lie about you and say all sorts of evil things against you because you are my followers. Be happy about it. Be very glad for a great reward awaits you in heaven. And remember, the ancient prophets were persecuted in the same way. Also, in Jesus's last days, prophecy speech in Matthew 24, starting in verse 9. Then you will be arrested, persecuted, and killed. You will be hated all over the world because you are my followers. He also said in John 16, 33, I have told you all this so that you may have peace in me. Here on earth, you will have many trials and sorrows, but take heart because I have overcome the world. See, once you become a born again believer, you too become an overcomer. You become a citizen of the kingdom in heaven. At that point, earth is no longer your home. Heaven is. That's our confident hope. And Peter wrote in 1 Peter 1, starting in verse 6, So be truly glad. 
there is wonderful joy ahead, even though you must endure many trials for a little while. These trials will show that your faith is genuine. It is being tested as fire tests and purifies gold. Though your faith is far more precious than gold, so when your faith remains strong through many trials, it will bring you much praise and glory and honor on the day when Jesus Christ is revealed to the whole world. Now, it's clear that Jesus is with you no matter what you're going through. The prophet Isaiah wrote, Isaiah 43, starting in verse 2, When you go through deep waters, I'm with you. When you go through rivers of difficulty, you will not drown. When you walk through the fire of oppression, you will not be burned up. The flames will not consume you. We have all been through deep waters of trouble when we thought we didn't have enough energy or endurance to swim to land. I'm sure you've had many difficulties in life. Trust in God and he will get you through them. He will not let you drown in your troubles. Many are going through oppression right now. Things are not going to, things are, sorry, things are going to get worse before Jesus comes to get us. Hang on to Jesus, no one else, not a church, not Mary, not a saint, Jesus. Prophetic typology. Now, Nebuchadnezzar's statue is biblical typology. It's a foreshadowing of the end times. Fast forward to Revelation 13, and we see that the Antichrist will build a statue and the false prophet will make everyone bow to it. Revelation 13, starting in verse 14. And with all the miracles he, the false prophet, was allowed to perform on behalf of the first beast, the Antichrist, he deceived all the people who belong to this world. He ordered the people to make a great statue of the first beast, who was fatally wounded and then came back to life. He was then permitted to give life to the statue so that it could speak. Then the statue of the beast commanded that anyone refusing to worship it must die. Wow. Well, a few things that seems a bit far-fetched. Watch the creepy video that I embedded in my blog. It's called The Giant. And um, even though it's supposed to be coming here to Phoenix, I haven't heard anything about it yet. But it is really creepy. Click on over to my blog, it's there. Well, the main point I want to get across is if you're with Jesus, Jesus is with you. So if you're not sure if you're saved or not, if you truly want to be born again and have the assurance of salvation, receive the Holy Spirit and get a one-way, non-stop ticket to heaven after you die or that you won't be left behind at the rapture and believe me, you do not want to be left behind. And the rapture can happen at any moment. What you have to do is invite Jesus into your heart and receive the gift of grace and confident hope of eternal life. You don't know what to say. You don't know what to do. There's a prayer in the show notes, or you can click on over to my blog and click where it says how to invite Jesus into your heart. And also in the bottom of today's blog, I found two very appropriate um, uh, worship songs. One is a modern one. One's a little bit old, but... um, One is called Another in the Fire, and then the other one is Fear Not, for I am with you, says the Lord. Soli Deo Gloria, to God alone be the glory. Thank you for listening to this episode. I pray that the Holy Spirit, the author of Scripture, touched your heart 
to reveal the gospel truth that our hope of salvation is through Jesus Christ alone. If you have any comments or questions, feel free to reach out to me via my website or social media. I encourage you to read the Bible daily and seek the truth for yourself. I recommend that you download two free Bible study apps, the YouVersion Bible app and Through the Word. Friends, we are living in strange, crazy times, the last days, the end times. But know that things aren't falling apart, they are falling into place. Jesus said in Revelation 3, 20-22, Look, I stand at the door and knock. If you hear my voice and open the door, I will come in, and we will share a meal together as friends. Those who are victorious will sit with me on my throne, just as I was victorious and sat with my father on his throne. Anyone with ears to hear must listen to the Spirit and understand what he is saying to the churches. Jesus is knocking. It's up to you to open the door. Peter told us in 2 Peter 3.9, The Lord isn't really being slow about his promise, as some people think. No, he is being patient for your sake. He does not want anyone to be destroyed or perish, but wants everyone to repent. Jesus is coming back soon. Are you ready? Repent of your sins and invite Jesus into your heart right now. If you don't know what to say, there's a prayer in the show notes and on my blog. Jesus said in Matthew 24, 14, and the good news about the kingdom will be preached throughout the whole world so that all nations will hear it and then the end will come. Soli Deo Gloria. To God alone be the glory.